welcome back. Today, I want to take a look on Hemingway and how he views death using the examples of a natural history of the dead, my old man, and a day's weight. To start, I want to introduce Hemingway to you guys, and so I will provide some general facts about him. And after this, I will share his experiences in World War One because I think they are crucial on. Um, his view of death and after that I will introduce the iceberg theory to you because this is technically what makes Hemingway Hemingway and concluding um, I will answer the question why death is such a common topic for Hemingway so some general information about him Hemingway was born on July 21st in 1899 in Oak Park near Chicago and he served for the American ambulance on the Italian front in World War One. <clears throat> and later on, he was a European correspondent for American newspapers in Paris. In 1925, he published his first collections of short stories and his first novel, um, The Sun Also Rises, appeared in 1926. And finally, in 1945, he received uh, the Nobel Prize in Literature and he died on July 2nd in 1961. So, um, according to J. Donald Adams, um, Hemingway had uh, the best precision and a vividness unmatched since Kipling, and we generally can say that he is the spokesman of the last generation of World War I. Um, last generation is this is how Gertrude Stein calls um, his generation, and so. He kind of represents the nihilistic philosophy of the post-war era. <clears throat> and in general, he was really interested in sports, especially in bullfights and war, what makes clear why he dealt a lot with the topic death in his works. Um, nonetheless, as I said, he belongs to the post-war um, era, so he had this post-war realism. That means in Hemingway's case that he gives a detailed description of war um, at the front, um, in hospitals or in camp, like everything that has to deal with war, but without the intention of propaganda. And this is differs from earlier um, yeah, pre-war, um, pre-first world war writers who oftentimes glorified and war and made it a fun topic. So, as I said, Hemingway had his personal experiences with. Um, the First World War, and I would like to share them with you. So he graduated in 1917, and then, first of all, his father forbid him to go to war because he wanted him to be an academic. And besides from that, he had a really bad eyesight. So he spent his summer um, in Michigan instead of going to war, and he was really interested in violence and death and he interviewed for example a lot of victims of accidents or doctors who dealt with sick people for example from the spanish flu and he was a lot surrounded by young men who were talking about war and he really wanted to go and at one point he met someone who told him that this person was accepted with a glass eye and so he applied with a friend uh, for the american red cross and got accepted and so they went to france and they were sent uh, from there on to section four in in italy there he had really unpleasant experiences so when a shell hit the trench in a cafe he got 
20, uh, 227 pieces of shrapnel in his legs. And however, he tried to help others. Um, and when he was traveling with a man who almost died, he got hit by machine gun bullets. And the dressing station was shelled by us Austrians, so he had to wait and technically pray. And he reviews this experience as traumatizing because he said that he was surrounded by so many dead and dying that to die seemed more natural than to go on living in this moment. Um, however, later on, he got rescued and sent to the American Red Cross Hospital in Milan, uh, where the shrapnels were removed. And then he recovered uh, in this hospital for a long time. Um, all of his, all of these experiences he shares in the novel A Farewell to Arms. When he comes back to the US, he already was a minor celebrity, but he still had his issues because um, he felt really lonely because he felt like no one understood what he was talking about, but he had to compensate somehow um, his experiences. And so he started drinking, um, but after a time he got healed and he got kind of itchy again for Europe and war and love. And that's the reason why he wrote so much about um, war and death and all this stuff and many uh, stories of him take place in europe so um however we can really say that his world war one's experiences were material for lots of his fiction um including a whale you'll never be a farewell to arms as i said now i lay me on so on um so now to his way of writing so he is the founder and the representative of the iceberg theory and there's a story for um, this involvement of this theory so in 1922 um, in december he's his uh, suitcase was stolen um, at a paris train station with where with nearly all his manuscripts and so he stopped writing because he was traumatized from that um, until april 1923 uh, there he wrote the story out of season and looking back, this was a really fortunate loss because in his time, he changed his view about writing and he formulated technically the iceberg theory by saying it strengthens the story if you omit part of it. Um, so the idea behind this or the trick is you still know the parts, you just don't tell them, um, but they're still there. So there is something laying underneath and the reader has his own interpretation. So uh, just as an iceberg, you just see the tip of the iceberg, maybe one tenth, one eleventh of the story, and the rest is uh, hidden under the surface. So this is how it works for the stories as well. Um, this is not an art of outright omission. It's more an art of indirection and suggestion and implication. Um, this was perfect for Hemingway because he was a really private and insecure person. Once Joseph Karsh, um, a photo photographer said he was the shyest man I have ever photographed but at the same time he shared a lot, of, a lot of his personal stories in his fiction so probably if you would put all the um, pieces together you would have sort of an autobiography of Hemingway and so the iceberg theory allowed him to be truthful without revealing everything so this is some general knowledge about Hemingway and now coming back to the question why does he focus so much on his on death in his works I believe he was surrounded by it all the time. He had first-hand World War experiences. Um, he had also first-hand Spanish flu ex uh, experiences since there was a breakout in Italy where he was in the hospital there. Um, and death was all the time around. So I think it totally makes sense that he focuses a lot of, um, on death in his works. 
and in the following i would like to examine how he focus uh, how he deals with death in his words